What is going on? Welcome. Welcome to Ben Knows Nothing. I am your host, Ben, and Ian is sick. My co-host, Ian, um, wasn't feeling well. He called me and he called me like this. Maybe he was plugging his nose. I do not know, Um, but he sounded like complete garbage. Um, I might be a little spicy today because I did have some margaritas with lunch and then uh, came back. Uh, came back to film this lovely, uh, lovely podcast. So last week's podcast, once again, um, it has been a crazy past uh, past month uh, for myself, uh, for people that I love, people around me. So I have taken the approach um, that, you know, you just got to do what you got to do. You got to push through. And uh, it is hard, man. It's hard to 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 tell yourself that no matter what you've been through rough situations, tough situations. And you know, when you say those things, you're not belittling what's happening. However, you are letting yourself know that you're not going to die from this. You're, 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 you're not going to, um, you know, it, you, you're going to struggle. You're not going to be able to do maybe sometimes the best you can. Um, and you just got to take each day, you know, step by step. So, um, however, I have um, kind of put it in my mindset that I've adopted, you know, the ability to kind of endure and suffer through things. And like I said, it doesn't um, belittle any of the things that I'm going through or any of the people that are in pain around me. And that obviously should, but it is what it is. So I'm just, man, I'm just so grateful. I'm grateful for the people that I have around me. I'm grateful for the funny situations. Um, I'm grateful that I can, I can laugh about it. Um, you know, I had, you know, some of my friends reach out and, you know, we all have a, you know, I have a, if you guys haven't noticed, I have a, a sense of humor. I don't even like saying a dark sense of humor. I just think that people have senses of the sense of humor where you can make anything funny. You know, anything can be the funniest version of that terrible thing, you know, for sure. Like anything that's terrible that has happened, there's always the funniest version. It's not funny, but it's the funniest version. So I uh, I uh, have to be honest with you. I had some, you know, really, oh my God, just hilarious conversations with people um you know talking about oh my god every all the terrible things and uh, my buddy my buddy goes um you know so have you jumped off a cliff yet and I'm like oh my gosh um I'm literally texting you on the way down right now how did you know that you know and you know somebody's gonna be like it's not funny it's not funny it's like dude I'm with you I I I get it um but I'm also at that point where to, I will, I will, and I will always encourage anybody and everyone to say whatever it is they want. Any, it doesn't matter. I could disagree with you, and I have. I disagree with people all the time, and I'm not sitting there like, oh my god, you hurt my feelings. I can't, get, I can't make a deal with you. And it's like, dude, just move on. Just either don't watch it, don't look at it, don't don't touch it. Um, you know, so. You know, I, I just love people who can make me laugh, man. The more screwed up shit just you guys send me, the funnier it is. 
What's going on, everybody? This episode of Ben Knows Nothing is brought to you by Graziella Coffee. Go to graziellacoffee.com and pick up your coffee today. You can order it and have it delivered right to your house. Dark roast, medium roast, light roast, these delicious coffees. We serve this one right in my lobby. You also can go on graziellacoffee.com and use the promo code BNN and get yourself 20% off your first order. Awesome. So go to it, order it, let's get it. See, I had um, had some good conversations with some people about some of the stuff that was going on. And uh, one of my friends recommended me this book, uh, The Comfort Crisis, and I'm realizing now, you ever have somebody, you know, just recommend something to you? Like you ever had, and they, they have no idea how much that you needed that. You ever had that happen to you? I've had that happen. And, um... When it does, and it's like what you needed to hear, man, does it hit? It hits like, boom, you know, and it just hits you right in the chest. Um, so I've made some time for myself. I've made some time off for myself, um, going on a trip by myself, um, you know, stuff like that. I need, I need that. I, I definitely do. Um, I've enjoyed. I enjoy my life, and I love my life. Um, but that doesn't mean that it's not stressful. It doesn't mean that um, you can't you, you can't you know go away. And it's so hard for me to relate to a lot of people because not a lot of people have been in my situations. Not a lot of people people have um, not a lot of people have had the type of lifestyle that I've had or the the type of situations that I've grown up with. So it's really hard to relate. It's really hard to like. Um, the only people I seem to be relating to um, are people who are real, like elitist types, entrepreneurial types, um, you know, comedians too. Like I definitely relate to a lot of just kind of like, you know, why you want to be in the spotlight, why you want to talk to people, why you want to make people laugh, why do you want to be around people sometimes? And I actually get a lot um, from this, you know, so for me, just being on a podcast or just talking about something or just talking to someone, oh my God, it's just like I get so much from it. And, you know, that's what kind of made me realize that just because you get a lot from it doesn't mean that you don't get overloaded, you know, with things too. So I think I'm testing my limits. I think I'm I'm right at the point where um, I'm limited. You know, I, I found my limit for work. I found my limit for... Um, you know, things I'm, I'm willing to do or things that I can do because I mean, just maybe like two years ago for maybe 13 years, 13 years, I could work 12 hour days flat out six, six days a week for sure. And, and still be okay. Go out one day a week, you know, talk with everybody but once you start to have actually other other responsibilities and people that like really rely on you, now I have a a, a full staff. Now we're getting um, into video editing and in in um, you know business meetings and and you know constantly you know doing stuff like that where you need to be snappy. You can't just be like, oh, all right, it is you know it's fine. You know, I'm just gonna go home and you know go pass out. You can't do that anymore. So working flat out, it's important to to. For you to know and change and understand who you are and how you can do it. Because 
right now, I'll be honest, I, I think I have to change my work schedule up to five days a week, maybe 10 hour days instead, you know, because I can't do the 12, 15 hour days anymore. Um, I definitely 10 hour days, like I know it sounds like I'm, but, but 10 hour days for me, like when I get out of work and I, I get so much, I, I really do enjoy, I enjoy doing this, enjoy everything, but it still takes it out of you. But when you go in, like if I go in at six and I get out at four, I'm like, man, I'm out so early. And people are like, dude, you've been here for like ever. I'm like, what are you talking about? But it's like, I don't even notice it. But when I work six to six, you know, you kind of, you notice that. But the six to eights and the six to nines, I don't I don't think I could do anymore. And I'm, I, I need to say it because it's definitely taking um, a huge toll on me. It, it really is. So, you know, I think that's, that's where it's at. I pushed my limits with that. And I started challenging myself in other ways. So I was reading this book. It's called The Comfort Crisis. It's absolutely awesome. I'm, I'm really enjoying reading it. I actually like can't put it down. I'm listening to audiobooks when I say I can't put it down because I have the attention span. Um, I actually can't just, I, I'm really trying to sit and read, but it's hard for me because that's not the way I learn. I, I like to listen to things. Like if I listen to things, I absorb it really quickly. Um, and so I'm listening to this book, The Comfort Crisis, which I absolutely love. And I cannot stop listening to it. I'm, I think I'm almost done with it. I started it like a day or two ago. Um, so two weeks ago, I decided I was going to go rock climbing, like uh, indoor rock climbing. Uh, not at, like not just like, oh, hook me up to a mountain and swing me up and down. Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, so I have like an adequate fear of heights. You know, like, like, it's not like people are like, you're scared of heights. It's like, dude, I have an adequate fear of heights. Like when you get up there, you're high up there. That shit sucks. Like if you fall, like I have that, that fear, like where you're like up something high and you're like, man, this would suck if I fell. You know, I have that fear of heights. So I was like, all right, I'm going to start rock climbing. I want to get out of my comfort zone. You know, obviously, like I said, I work out. You guys can tell. Um, no. Uh, so I go there too, and there's a couple things that I notice. Um, so we do the, the belay class, which is like belaying means like you, you're able to be attached to somebody on the ground so you don't die. Um, you know, so you have to do this figure eight knot, figure eight knot, and then do a double figure eight knot before you put it, you put it on. Um, and the people, you know, were super great that we're doing it. The guy was really nice. Um, but they, I'm partnered up with a, I'm partnered up with my wife. Um, this 300 plus pound guy, 350 pounds, he's partnered with this 112 pound Indian girl, really skinny, super skinny, shockingly skinny. So it's him and her are partnered up. Then this other guy and his daughter, who's like five, okay? So the difference you know, there's a, it's a very diverse group, you know. So he's, you know, really watching this crew over on this side with the larger gentleman. The guy's like, like I said, three, you know, three, three plus pounds and, and she's like weighs nothing. And he's like, oh, you know, you have to go. And he's like, well, I'm actually here because I want to, I want to belay my daughter, my, my, my young daughter. I just want to be able to make sure she's attached to a rope and attached, you know, and you know, nothing happens. And he's like, yeah, but you still got to do it. So you got to, you have to climb. 
And it is... I'm going to say that it was still amazing to see him climb as high as he did with how heavy he was and hanging on. But that was, I was like, he's getting up there. And if he falls and this girl, and so you have like a pulley system at the top to take away some of the weight that he's going to distribute to this, this skinny girl. But yo, I don't know if any of you worn a harness before one of those climbing harnesses. I'm a thick bitch. Okay. I got these thick, thick thighs and dude so they go they they hug around the 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 bottoms of your ass and then they also go around your waist now when he fell because he fell she is on the other line i watched that harness this is this is a little skinny girl this thing harness went and just just pulled her right up. She's on her tippy toes, like, like, and then kind of like floating in the air against him. And the guy's like, the pulley system will, will work. It'll work. It's like, yeah, it worked a little bit, but this is like a three, this is like a four to one ratio here, dude. And it did work. But still, to watch that harness get that tight around that girl, I thought it was going to cut her in half. Like, I was like, it like jolted this girl up on her tippy toes. And then he came back down. Um, and what, and what you have to do, too, like, he had to do that fall because when you're trying to get, like, certified, like, belay certified, you have to fall off. You have to uh, do an announcement. Like, you have to go, hey, falling, and let them know so then that way they can make sure you don't die. And then you also do surprise ones just to make sure they can go into to the break position, which is bringing it down to make sure um, that, you know, you don't, like I said, die. So... Now I watch, you know, I watch him with her. He's not making a budge. Now, the reason why I'm telling you guys this is because I'm all the, all the way on the other side. So the guy, the the instructor has already kind of spent a lot of time with this group on this side because he's a little worried, you know. And then now he's in the middle and it's a father-daughter. The daughter's, like I said, like five or six and then the father. And now this kid has no fear. The difference between um, like adults and children when it comes to climbing uh, anything doing anything physical is like the little girl is just swan diving off of like they're like you need to announce your 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 falls and she dude she's like falling and just whips her head back just full just you know boondock you know boondock saints there was a firefight you know like that right off backwards and her dad's just like sweating. I'm watching this guy sweat and just like catching her and stuff. It was hilarious. So she's climbing up. She's climbing down. So when the instructor gets to us, you know, he's already dealt with, you know, you know, th- this one over here, the, you know, the, the weights over here, just like worried about that girl dying, worried about this guy and his daughter. And then all of a sudden he gets to us and, you know, me and, you know, me and Caleb, me and my wife have like really good communication, you know, when it comes to, you know, just a things in life, you know? So, you know, I'm like, oh, belay on all this other stuff. Right. So when I go to like, I'm like, Hey man, can you, you know, just kind of check my knot for me? He's like, I will do this. Good. He's like, good, good job. And I'm like, he didn't, he didn't even look at it. He didn't look at it. So now I'm like, I'm in my mind. I'm like, you know, Hey asshole, did you pay attention? Me? I'm like, did I pay attention? Did I do the knot right? Did I not do it? right at all, you know, and you're supposed to safety check each other before you go. 
you know, so now I'm asking somebody who it's like her first time, you know, belaying. And she's like, oh, yeah, that looks right. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, you just look great, too. I'm like, hey, uh, by the way, does this look great? He's like, man, just go, just go. I'm like, wow, what a great um, uh, certification. And so, so I'm up there. And the difference between me, the guy who can't get himself up, and the little girl just swan diving backwards, now I'm like, I'm like falling, falling, and you know, just kind of, kind of letting go. Um, in fact, in fact, um, I did um, hit my nose a little bit on a one of those little yellow blobs that are up there. You know, like because each, you know, when you when you go to a rock climbing place, like all the different colors, like they mean different textures and they mean different stuff and different lines. You know, you can have like. Um, you know, obviously I stayed in, you know, the beginner stuff, but anyway, so I fell and I did scrape my nose a little bit on one of those little yellow blobs. And, uh, I didn't tell anybody when I went down, I just kind of, you know, just like did this for a little bit. Um, it was like, what's wrong? I'm like, no, it's fine. Um, my hands were killing me. I, I'm, I'm pretty athletic, you know, and every, and I do a lot of stuff, but man, were my hands killing me because when we went, I mean, we stayed for like two and a half, like two hours, at least two hours. And then did did the class, then stayed for two hours. So when you think about that, like the guy was like, I was like, hey, does it matter when we leave? Can we leave like in a couple hours? The way that he smirked was like, yeah, you, you guys aren't going to stay that long. That's that's a lot. And I'm like, dude, like he didn't say, like I I knew this afterwards because my hands were killing me. Um, but, you know, so afterwards we get, you know, certed. We're good. We're ready to go. Um, So... My first big climb, because these things are really high, I'm like, I'm going to pick this one. It's an easy one. It's like a 5.6 or whatever, which is like really easy on the scale. I see like 14s in red and, you know, all this. I don't know what the numbers mean, to be honest with you. I have no idea. But I do know that 5.7s and 5.6s are easy because um, all the kids that <laughs> were there were doing these. So I was like, let's go to these. These seem safe. Um, it was still the same height, just they're easier to get up. So I go up. And it's my first climb. So the same thing. I do the figure eight, wrap again, wrap again. Not think I nailed it. I did okay. Tied it off at the top because I was nervous. I'm attached to this, uh, my, you know, uh, you know, this little redheaded uh, lady that uh, you know I'm with. And so then I, um, I, I go. And so I get all the way up there. And I chose the easiest, but there's a wall on the other side. So. You could just do this, and then you also could grab other stuff on the other side of the wall. It's where the wall meets, you know, another. So I like, you can look over, and I see everybody. And then you realize how high you actually are. Like, you're really high, really high. So as I'm doing that, I'm all, almost all the way up. Now I'm at the the kid, the 5.6, 5.7. Um, beginner, very, very beginner, super beginner. And I get all the way up there. And there is this young lady on the other side of the wall. I'm looking at, you know, I'm like, hey, how's it going? You know, we're climbing up, you know. Look down the line. There's a guy with his shirt off, you know, one of those climbing types, you know. He's got the he's got the ponytail, you know, he's got the infinity sign on his shoulder. You know, he's got, you know, he's all ripped up. He weighs like all of like 155 pounds. He's got a koi fish on his calf. And this dude, you know powder he's putting his hands in the powder you know all that stuff this is probably going to be, be me in like literally like you know like six weeks um so he's doing that you know i see him see her and then i just 
I moved my head. I moved my head up a little bit. Just a smidge. And I see this other lady. This other lady is so when you go there, there's there's a spot. It's the hardest spots are over on the the other the other end. You could it, but it's by me, but it's it's on the other side, the opposite side. The wall goes like this. This this this. So it's like that. Boom. She's Spider-Manning it. She's literally stuck to the ceiling. So I look up over my shoulder and then over and I'm like, there she is right there. Just pop, 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 pop. This little Asian lady just going ham. Husband's down on the back, you know, just kind of. Son is cheering her on. I don't, you know, he's just like, yeah, go. Yeah, you got it. You know, and she's just chill. Making it look easy. I look at the, it's like the hardest one that you could do. She goes up, taps the top of the roof of the place, blaze down. Now, because I'm looking over at her, I go, wow, she's pretty high. Like, she's she's pretty high up. And then I go, well, then if she's high up, I'm high up because we're the same. So then I look down, and I know, but it's my first, you know, one where I'm going up that high, and my heart starts going, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, just like in mm-hmm. Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. That's what my heart is doing. It's just going crazy. I could feel it in my in my throat. I could feel it. Full Matthew McConaughey. Just mm-hmm. It's going. Dude, I, I was like, I remember immediately like breaking into a sweat. And I'm like, all right, I'm ready to come down. I'm already at the top. I'm like, all right, I'm ready, ready to come down. Voice started to crack. She's like, oh, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I'm like, down there. You know, it was like one of those. So I belay down, terrified, you know, touching the feet, you know, doing the whole thing. Get down. And I'm like, man, I needed that. <laughs> I needed that so much. You have no idea. Seriously. I. And then I climbed again, again, again. We're going again um, Sunday with uh, a bunch of our friends. And you have no idea how much you need shit like that. You need to get out of your comfort zone. You need to have your heart beat fast like that. Um, it's not just for, you know, it's not just for going fast in your little fast in your car every once in a while or, or when you get pulled over or when you fall in love. Like you got to challenge yourself. You really do. And I was, I'm not hooked on that, but there's a love there for sure. There's like something there. I think it just has to do with something challenging. Um, and I'm going to continue to do it. And if you all um, try to do something that's going to challenge you, that's going to get you out of your comfort zone, um, you know, whether it be going on a hike, um, uh, start, um, lifting, start moving, start climbing, um, whatever it is, go to a jujitsu class, man, go to a boxing class, um, do anything. Cause when your heart gets going like that, um, man, that's where the fun is. That really is where the fun is. And I was just on like an all, I was on a high for the rest of the, um, that, you know, the rest of the week. And it's just so much, it's so gratifying it's so it, it makes you so much more grateful for things i think um and i'm not, and i'm not the type to shy away from stuff 
I mean, I, I pride myself in being pretty adventurous and like doing whatever, but you have to get out of that comfort zone. And if you don't, your heart will never beat quick enough to tell you. And there's something very valuable to have your heart beating like that. There's something very valuable, um, not in just adrenaline rushes. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the freedom. I'm talking about conquering something or, or setting your goals. Like I have that goals. I want to be on that other side, you know, climbing up that. Um, I've accomplished a lot of things in my career and a lot of things that I've really enjoyed, but, um, it's time to do stuff like that, to get out of my comfort zone, to help myself, um, progress myself. I, I started going to business meetings, man, that is hard too. When you're around like just these really, really smart people, man, there's people that are so much smarter than you. And you're just like, oh man, I have no idea what you're talking about. And, um, and I'll, I'll say that. I'll be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And they're like, oh, let me tell you. And then it's like people like that you want to be around. You don't want to be with like dickish smart people. There's nothing word like worse than being around a dickish smart person. You're like, what are you talking about? Oh, don't even worry about it. And you're like, oh, come on, dude. Now you're making me not want to hang out with you. Um, but yeah, so um, if I can say anything before I leave, because I have to go into the sauna right now um, before this other person gets in there. Um, so I will say this. Get out of your comfort zone. Thank you all for your support. I love all of you guys. And thank you for reaching out. We had a lot of emails, a lot of DMs, a lot of comments. Leave comments uh, below. We'll be reading some uh, more cringe DMs on the next one. And any segments that you guys, you want us to put back in, I'm thinking we need to go hell yeah versus hell no. It's uh, one of my favorite things uh, to talk about. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go from there. Um, and let me know what platforms. So we're going to be essentially releasing on all platforms. Uh, so it's going to be super fun. Thank you all for your support. I'm out of here. We are done. Uh, bye. <laughs> I'm gone. I know. I'm leaving.